Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Fill the Lamp. I'm Neil Parks. I know you've heard me say this before, and I'm fully convinced that just as in the day of the church at Colossae 2,000 years ago, nothing much has changed with the church in 2022. The need for growth and maturity is maybe the most needed aspect. It was for the Colossians, and it is for the church today as well. Making disciples is the first step to serving the Most High Creator. But to think that that's all there is, well, that's where the problem has been and still is. Just a brief update to those who may be first-time listeners to the program. We are in the study of Colossians, where the Apostle Paul is instructing the Colossians about how to deal with the heresy that had broke out in their gatherings and meetings in that Colossian church. We pick it up where we left off last time in chapter 1, where Paul was letting them know that the church will always have sufferings and afflictions. Colossians 1 verse 24, Paul says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church. Now, what Paul is conveying to the Colossians is that he is being beaten, stoned, and soon to be beheaded for their sake. This is what it is to be Christ-like. He goes on to say in Colossians 1.25, Paul says, In this church I was made a minister according to the stewardship which God entrusted to me for your sake, so that I might make the word of God fully known among you. Well, I think Paul is not only speaking to the Colossians, but to the church in 2022. And with that said, Paul is an example to all believers and followers of Christ. Paul was a great apostle, but he looks upon it, his position that is, as the highest of all his titles of honor, of which is to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul takes all circumstances to speak of his office as a servant as he, Paul, magnifies his position to serve the body of Christ. When Paul had his ministry, it was according to the credit of God, which was given to him. For Jesus, his, for Jesus' sake, Paul had his ministry. Look as Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5. He says, 
You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. Paul is saying we are Christ's ministers for the good of his people, to fulfill the word of God, that is, to fully preach it, of which you will have the greater advantage. My listeners, this understanding is paramount. As the more we fulfill our ministry or fill up all the parts of it, the greater will be the benefit for all the people. They will be significantly filled with knowledge and equipped for service in the kingdom of God. Let's read that verse again, verse 25. Paul says, in this church, he's talking about the body of Christ, that he was made a minister, and he was to steward what God had trusted him to do. But it was for the body of Christ. So that, he says, I might make the word of God fully known. That's what we're saved for and remain here on planet Earth to do. Now, let's, let's look at the next verse, 26. He goes on to explain why we must be faithful in this service. Verse 26 says, That is the mystery, big word, which was hidden from angels and mankind for ages and generations, but now has been revealed to his saints, God's people. Look how the easy reader, I love how it puts verse 26. It says, this message is the secret truth that was hidden since the beginning of time. It was hidden from everyone for ages, but it has now been made known to God's holy people. So what about this secret mystery? The great mystery here referred to is the breaking down, get this, of the partition wall. Or you could say the division between the Jews and the Gentiles and preaching the gospel to the Gentile world and making those who partake of the freedoms of the gospel, who before were untrained, dwelling in ignorance and idolatry. But now the Gentiles are partnering beneficiaries and of the same body of Christ and partakers together of this promise in Christ because of the gospel. Look how Paul explains it in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. He says, And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews 
who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body, and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. I love the way the message translation describes uh, Colossians 1, 26 through 29, talking about the mystery. The message translation, the mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity. Oh, to be mature is to be basic. Christ, no more, no less. Paul goes on to say, that's what I'm working so hard at, day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. My friends, if you call yourself a Christian or a follower of Jesus, let me remind you that Paul was just a man. Nothing special other than being born again with a renewed mind, called to serve the King of Kings, Jesus Christ himself. Now, if this describes you right where you are at this moment, at this very moment, then you are without excuse to answer his call to serve him. Folks, there is so much information here about the calling on each believer's life. Lord Jesus, let's pray. Father God in heaven, Lord, you, you are so wonderful, so majestic. Lord, we we are so humbled to come before you and to be called servants of a most high creator of all the universe, Lord. We come needing you more and more every day. Father, I lift up each and every one of my listeners right now, wherever they may be, whatever they are going through, I just pray for them right now, Father God, that you will care for them wherever they may be, Lord, whatever ministry you've called them to, however you would have gifted them. Lord, you came for us, and the plan is to use us. Father God, we just love you and praise you, and I thank you, Father God, that we can be your vessels when we lift you up, Lord, 
all mankind will be drawn to you. Lord, I just thank you for what you've done. It's overwhelming that you came for a bride and you are going to make her without spot or wrinkle. I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Well, folks, if you know anyone that may benefit from the podcast, please let them know so that they can keep their lamp full. I'd love to hear from you. And you can email me at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. So until next time, I'm Neil Parks.